there are things that you are indecisive about that you have yet to make a decision on in your life, whether it be a job, a career, starting a business, a relationship, and you've been indecisive because you're looking for the perfect moment, the perfect situation, and you can't see yourself making the best out of the decision that you make, and so you make no decision. Welcome to The Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. <laughs> and doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. You yeah, know, all of the stuff. <laughs> So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, welcome back to the Push Podcast. I'm Janelle. And I'm Eddie. And this is episode number 60. Why do you sound like a downer? Uh, you're like, and I'm Eddie. Why are you so judgmental? All I just was, I just made my intro. Let's let's get off to a better start. <laughs> Hi, honey. Hi, how you doing? Are we happy? We are very happy. <laughs> okay. Well, this episode is going to be about indecisiveness. Oh, oh shit! I don't know what to do. What? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just joking. God. So here's what's going on in the Copeland household. I will just tell you that the Copeland household is in freaking shambles right now. Yeah, I mean the house is down to the studs. And we've been living in our flip-flops and carrying our stuff to the- Flip-flops? It's a construction zone. I have tennis shoes on every day. What I know. I'm just about? saying when you go to the bathroom, when you mm. go do anything, you got to- It's gotta, like camping. You, yeah. You got to be prepared. Like you can't just- Take your just towel with you. Take your, your flip-flops with, with you. Toothbrush. Everything. Yeah. No one's coming to save you. <laughs> yeah. So- we talked in the previous episode about the fact that we are not just privileged to be doing this fancy, amazing remodel. We've been praying and saving and hoping for this for about 15 years. And every day that I share on my stories, the fact that we're blowing out a wall to change out a door or moving windows or something, it's like really destroying our house, right? <laughs> like we're taking it down to the studs, yeah. which was the previous episode. But really, like we are making crazy decisions, me in particular, I'm making crazy decisions every 20 minutes, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, I think that the days that I'm home and, and, and here with you, I can see that daily there is constantly- Well, I have to suck you in because it's just too much decision making for me. Like yeah. <laughs> we started practicing minimalism around just like wear the same clothes, you know, purge things, get them out of your life. So that way there are less decisions that you have to make each day. And this just like took my decision making to a whole nother level. And you came home the other day and I snapped a little. I was like, I don't want to make one more goddamn decision today. I don't care what we eat for dinner. I don't care what Anything anyone wants to do, you're going to make your own decision. I don't want to make one more decision. And people don't realize that decision fatigue is a real thing. Oh, like you, you I'm get to a place where you go, from this. I, I cannot make, because every time you make a decision, you are cutting something off. It takes physical and it takes mental energy to make a decision. Well, right? <laughs> I'm exhausted. Like, I'm just going to tell you, we started demoing the entire living room, kitchen, hallways, ceiling, like down to the studs, right? And within 30 minutes of the demo, the contractor, hey, can I talk to you about something? 
I'm just going to tell you, hey, can I talk to you about something is code for I'm about to ask you for a lot of money. Well, not, we it's not only just that. It's like at one, he calls her Janelli. Right. So he goes, hi. No, he says, Janelli. Hey, Janelli. Hey, and he says, I, either he's going to, I need to show you something. Mm-hmm. If that he sounds says, scary. I'm going to show you something. That means something's wrong and <laughs> something's it's going to cost broke. me money. And then what else the other statement? He asks, can I ask you something? Can I ask you something? Yeah. You know, there's something you have to see. There's, some, yeah, there's and, lots of phrases, lots oh, of and, or, or he goes, oh, we have a problem. Right. Either way, anytime <laughs> he comes and talks to me. So just to set like a visual, we have moved our entire house outside in our backyard on the patio, yep. which is not so bad. If it's over 110 degrees, it's pretty bad, right? Yeah. You we were going nuts the other day we were out here. You, I'm all bit up. I'm just going to tell you, people are like messaging us when they see our house. Like, where are you guys living? <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're living here. You know yeah. why? Because we have two brand new luxury bathrooms that we just remodeled. So every night during this whole construction thing, regardless of how jacked up the house is, down to the studs, missing windows, whatever. You walk into the bathroom, it's like, oh! I have taken a bath, a bubble yeah. bath in my luxury bathroom. <laughs> And then I get to sleep in my nice and clean, comfy bed in my bedroom, right? right. So it's safe to sleep and it's safe to bathe. We just don't know where our next meal is coming from. We no, just, not at all. Especially no since we are demoing our current kitchen tomorrow and we're re like we're moving the kitchen into another room and we won't have a kitchen, you guys, for legitimately a solid 25 days. And you're speaking of indecisive, like so... We so went, wait, if we, you're we, a friend listening, we need to come meal prep on a Sunday at your house just so we have meals to eat yeah, for the next And because we st- we're struggling with decision fatigue, can you just go ahead and make us something and surprise us? Yeah, because I don't <laughs> even care what it is. So, but speaking of indecision, so we demoed everything and the plan was to keep our original kitchen intact mm-hmm. until the new kitchen was built. Right. And they agreed and to then, that. And they agreed to that. And, and now then, I'm just sick of looking at and, it. And yeah, we're sick of looking at it. We find ourselves not even going into it because one, it's kind of filthy in there now because mm-hmm. like all the dust and everything. So you just don't even You're not going to cook in there. Yeah. Nope. You just you, It just doesn't seem like a right place to cook. Mm-mm. But we kind of like got to a place where we said, okay, fuck it. Just take it out. We'll figure yeah. out. And then, but now, like at the end of the day, when it's talk about we talk about food, we don't know what to decide on what to eat because nobody wants to make a decision nope. anymore. No, nope. I'm is- telling you, mom's not making one single decision <laughs> on what to feed you. Yeah. You're just gonna tell me where to go. I'm gonna go, and we're gonna get it, and we're gonna be done with it. Yeah. Luckily, our kids are like, who has the best salad? Like, we're not eating burgers and fries and stuff, right? But. It's definitely expensive and it's definitely not ideal. So right. we're going to have to order some sort of meals or go to friends' houses this weekend and meal prep. But we just cleaned out the old kitchen and I didn't want to make decisions about this shit. So I just <laughs> threw it all away. Throw it yeah. away. And so what we're finding is that every single decision that's made, there is some type of like consequence. It's There's a some cost. type it's like it a domino effect. Energy. Yeah. It costs me like mental, you know. It's just one less decision you you're able yeah. to make Throw in it a away. day. You there just, you go. Yeah. Throw it away. Just get rid of it. So here's Do an you example. want these pots and pans? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so these decisions, by the way, have been catastrophic. So the first time Gil came to me, our contractor, he said, I gotta show you something. I climb up a ladder, go in my attic. He's like Listen, it's so dirty up here. You have like old shingles from your old roof from like 15 years ago when they redid your roof. You know, all of this stuff, the debris fell into your attic. There's like six inches of debris basically on top of your insulation, which is old. We just want to clean it all out and re-insulate. Great. Yeah. How much is that going to cost me? Uh, 
let me let you know it's a lot of work. That's what he says to me. It's a lot of work. Okay, well, that means it's going to be a lot of money. So how much is it going to be? Give so it he to comes me back you. to me like 10 minutes later. He's like, $5,800. What? And I want to know where he gets these numbers from. Okay. I think if they just flow Doesn't out of matter. thin air. I love Gil. Fine. Take my money. Do it. Because it's one of those things where everything's exposed and you kind of have to deal with it now. Right. When am I ever going to rip off my ceiling and have the entire attic exposed? Right. Not for another 15 years, right? Right. Okay. So then I make that decision and I'm just like, I'm just going to do it. $5,800, fine. We're changing it out. Whatever. Move on. Yanelli, I need to talk to you. <laughs> oh God, what is it? So I go up. He's like, you need to redo all of your ducting in your air conditioning. Your air conditioning unit is, you know, the ducting has to be replaced. I'm like, how much is that? Oh, don't worry. We'll get you a good quote. Nope. Don't want to do that. <laughs> so now this is within an hour, you guys. Yeah. Then the next this is decision. the day when she snapped. Next decision. This is 30 minutes later. Yanelli, we need to talk to you. Okay, so the popcorn ceiling in your entire house is actually not popcorn ceiling. It's painted stucco. So it doesn't just scrape off. Now who well, does that, by the way? I was like, mm, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> he goes, that's a lot of work. So maybe we just replace it all with new drywall on the ceilings. And I go, that sounds fantastic. But I'm not like, how much is that? I'm not paying for that. Let me give you a quote. So he comes back. He's like, I think that was also $5,800. Yeah. I think I he said, said nope, 10 grand or something crazy. We're not doing that. And he's like, well, you know, it's going to not look as smooth. Okay, we'll make it as smooth as you can, but I'm not spending 10 grand on we want, drywall. We want a textured roof. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I showed him what we had done because we remodeled all of the bedrooms on our own. So right. I figured if we put our own elbow grease in that and it looks pretty decent to me. So he looks at all four of the rooms or all three of the rooms that I showed him and he goes, oh, we could do that better. I said, then that is good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. So I saved myself we 10 grand. We haven't complained once about nope, those rooms. So. I, I'm fine with it, right? <laughs> then, you know, the next day, hey, do you want to move this window? If you want to move this window, yeah, that would be great. How much is that? A couple thousand dollars. <laughs> Shit. Okay, what are the consequences if I don't do that? Then we had a friend come over to run speaker wire, right? Because Eddie's got to get a new sound system. His is outdated. So we really just want, while they're making the ceilings super smooth, we want to put new speakers in, right? Yeah. In wall ceiling speakers in ceiling. Yep. And my friend Rudy, God bless you, Rudy, if you're listening, he goes, man, you know what? You should just rewire your <laughs> your entire house, like all of your electrical. I would just rip out all of this. And at that point, I just got pissed. I was like, you know what? I don't really want your opinion. I said, Rudy, how much is that going to cost? He's like, I don't know, nine, 10 grand. Nope, not doing it. No. Nope, sorry. He's like, well, you know, come on. Like, when are you ever going to have your studs open again? Everything's exposed. Like, this is the best time to do it. And then it, I go, I'm not going to do that. No, sorry. This was like now my fifth decision of right. the day and I was ready to lose it. And you right? weren't even like really thinking about that. Neither was Rudy because. No, he just in, thought it'd be a fun yeah, idea. They're putting in canned lighting. So they're right. like replacing be a all the fun wiring. Idea. Let's do this. Right. So he goes, well, then maybe just replace the stuff that's out and exposed that you could see. And I was like, OK, let's follow this one wire. And we follow this wire. It goes all through all of the unexposed or the yeah. exposed stuff. And then goes into Jordan's room, which we are not touching. And I was like, nope, stopping here, <laughs> not doing it, not making that decision. So the point that the point of this episode is we have made decisions nonstop right. for eight days straight now. 
I and, feel like it's longer than that. It and I'm exhausted, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. not complaining. I want to be very, very clear. I am so excited to do this. But let me tell you what the, one of the most difficult decisions was. You got to pick your your cabinets, right? Yeah. What color do you want your cabinets? Well, I really want blue cabinets, like something fun and funky. I want white cabinets on the top. I want blue cabinets on the bottom. I found this perfect color. And mind you, this woman's been saying funky, and I'm like, I don't know what that means to you. Fun. We're but, fun people. She's like, oh, that's kind of funky. I'm like, funky? Okay. I'm just gonna- Oh, my God. So I find this company, and they go, yeah, we for sure can do this. There's a 45-day waiting period. What? 45 days? Like business days, that's like nine weeks. You know, I can't wait that long to not have a kitchen. Right. So then all night long, I'm like obsessed with these are the cabinets I really, really want. Is it worth it to wait? Tossed and turned. Okay. Back up. Before you get the damn cabinets, you guys, you got to get your goddamn appliances. So I go and I'm like, oh, I'm getting my bike repaired. Let me go into Pacific Sales. Mm, Mistake. Go into Pacific Sales. Look at all this amazing stuff. And I go, just add it all on a ticket, add the warranty, add the installation, everything that I need, all the trim kits, whatever. (laughs) And I just want a total. And so he goes, all right, $31,287. Well, okay, can we just back up for a second? Because I don't know what transpired with you when you got that total. Like you just said, oh, that's what it is. Because you came home certain that's what we were getting. <laughs> you were like, okay, I got everything laid out. This is what it's going to look like. And I was like, okay. And you go, it's right. just $31,000. And I was like, <laughs> basically $32,000. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> we're not uh, doing this. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were like, is this our dream home? Nope. I said, yeah, this is not even a dream home, honey. Do you really nope. want to put this kind of appliance? I'm not in? putting Thermador equipment in. So what really got me was the guy was like, okay, $31,000. And I was like, okay, I could figure out how to digest that. And then he told me as I was leaving, most of the stuff won't come to you though until around January or February. And I was like, okay, that's out. Not waiting for a fucking stove until February. Sorry, folks. It's October, right? So that was out. So then later that night, we went to Best Buy. We used to work for Best Buy. So we walk in. I tell the guy, literally, Eddie and I go separate ways. I go, you go over there, you get your speakers. I'll go over here. I'll order all the appliances, right? Yeah. But we're leaving with everything we need within 45 minutes. So I go to the guy. <laughs> I find this guy. His name's Chris. He's in appliances at Glendora. Shout out to him. He was cool. And I think he's a Push Podcast listener now. So I said, Chris, here's the thing. I want all the same brand. So I want you to sell me on a brand, but I need these five pieces of appliances, right? I need a warming drawer. I need a double oven. I need a microwave in cabinet, microwave, a built-in microwave. I need a fridge and I need a dishwasher. Those are the five things that I need. I want the warranty on everything. I want delivery on everything. The best customer on the planet. Yeah. So he's excited (laughs) and we're just having a great time and whatever. So we throw it all on a ticket and then he gives me my total. And I was like, okay, what could you do about the price? (laughs) I ask him, right? This is something you need to know about Janelle and Eddie. (laughs) Eddie never asks for anything. (laughs) Janelle always asks, is there anything that can be done? I'm not like that pushy, like, I want something for free kind of person. But I'm like, okay, well, here's the thing. I used to be a store manager for Best Buy. I know that something can be done. So I'm going to ask. Eddie also used to be a store manager for Best Buy. Do you think he asked the home theater person for a discount? No. 
His ass didn't. He paid full price. Well, that makes no sense Mind to me. you, I did not pay full price. I bought two items that were on sale okay. that were like 60% off. Okay. Yeah. And you I had still, to buy it online, by the way. I didn't buy it. By the way, it. you still didn't ask, though, is there anything that can be done? I did not. So I was after also done, I asked, I was also done in like 20 minutes. After I asked, by the time we got all the, hey, if you get this appliance, you get, you know, $100 off yeah. your dishwasher, we saved... Close to $3,000. And then I asked for a discount on your shit. No, I asked for a discount. Honey, I went no. over there and I said, hey, I bought some speakers as well. So right, see if you but I had already do. told her that. Oh, I okay. said my husband didn't ask for a discount. Well, you're We're just buying a beautiful all this person. Stuff. So you, you know? I said, and shout out to the staff at Best Buy. I'm not telling you to go wheel and deal with them and not pay full price. But I'm saying, ask people, is this the best we can you're do? absolutely right. It's one question. Right. It's a decision you got to make, not me, Right. <laughs> Is this the best we can do? And the answer is usually, mm, let me see what I can do. Right. Okay. I would appreciate that. Right. So we got major love on the appliances. We go to check out. Guess what? Oh, this one's not going to be available until this date. Oh, this one's not ever coming back from back order. So, so apparently like, during a pandemic, weren't enough everybody wants <laughs> damn appliances. So then we were there for another hour. At this point, I'm like, you know what? I don't need anything to match. Just give me a refrigerator. Actually, whatever you have in stock, that's what God wants me to have. Right. That's it. Just give it to me. I don't care. So I made real quick decisions after we were there for two hours because right. I went in like ready, right? Chris was like, you're like the easiest customer ever. Yep. Uh, let's get out of here, Chris. It's almost <laughs> closing time. And then it winds up turning into this big thing. And at the end, I said, you know what? Whatever you have in stock that looks similar <laughs> to this, I'll take it. That's what God wants me to have. <laughs> as long as you give right, me a discount, so, I'm fine. So let's. Just, so the let's... point of that story is sometimes you know what you want and sometimes the universe makes decisions for you <laughs> because I'm not waiting you guys from October till February to get a damn refrigerator. Well, it, it, not doing it. it. And also keep in mind, like I think... Yes, the appliances were big decisions, but they weren't catastrophic. I mean, the reality is, is that we got the color refrigerator we want. We got the size we want. We got the size cooktop we want. We got all the things that we wanted. It may not have been like, hey, this was my I first choice. I wanted them choice. all to match. Yeah. I wanted them all to yeah. be the same brand. And, and, and that I, was impossible because right, I it wasn't switched gonna, brands it wasn't gonna, three times. It wasn't going to happen. And I think nope. sometimes you have to make adjustments. You have to change some of the things. You have to make some compromises in order to get things done. And that's what we've been so, working on I mean, right I now. just want to ask you, if you are a person who's indecisive, is it because you dig your heels into the situation? And if things don't turn out your way, you're just going to like drag it out and make it a big deal, be super disappointed. Because I'm telling you, I couldn't, I don't have any more shits to give. Like there's well, literally I, I think, yeah. Yeah, nothing and I think, left in me. And I think that there's times where, like I think that there are things where you say, hey, we want this a very specific way because we've always wanted it this way. But then yeah. there's like things where you remodel, say, "I'm going to tell you everything has to be negotiable." Yeah, and I think I think you do have to like make compromises. You have to relent on certain things because otherwise you just stop the process, mm -hmm. right? And so I guess a big you know learning in all this is is that is if you don't make decisions and if you don't like measure those decisions and say, hey, is this something I need to be stuck on mm -hmm. or is this something I just need to make a decision and move on and make the best of whatever it yeah. is? Like my blue but, cabinet. Yeah. I slept on it and then I woke up this morning and we decided, no, we don't have 45 days. Right. So I went in today and I said, hey, I want white cabinets. Are they in stock? She said, we can get those to you by tomorrow. You know what? Yeah. Those are perfect. Those sound <laughs> perfect. So- 
what can we do? Can we put some funky countertops on them and some cool knobs and like really play with the design in other areas with lighting, with the flooring, with different things that are going to help me still get what I want. The funky look you're looking for. Yeah, the funkiness, but not wait 45 days. Yeah, I think that's an important thing. Like, So if you listen to this right now, you're going, oh my God, that was a crazy story. And I think you may be missing the lesson that's all, all in here is that there are things that you are indecisive about that you have yet to make a decision on in your life, whether it be a job, a career, starting a business, a relationship, and you've been indecisive because you're looking for the perfect moment, the perfect situation, and you can't see yourself making the best out of the decision that you make, and so you make no decision. So the mantra that we're living by right now is there's no wrong decision. No, there isn't. Because if I get the white cabinets and... At the end of the day, I have this functional kitchen and it's newer than what I had and they look great. There is no wrong choice there. Right. You know, am I going to be like, God, I really wish they were blue. Well, I don't have time to hold on to that. Right. right? Because it's not an option right now in 2020 in a pandemic. <laughs> like, it's just not an option. So yeah. I'm going to move on from it and I'm going to make myself be happy with the decision that I made. Here's another example of a decision. So you choose your floor. The floor should be based on your cabinets, right? And then your furniture should be based on that too because they're asking me like, oh, where do you want all your outlets? Well, shit, I got to decide in my kitchen where I want all of my appliances then, which means I need the specs of all my appliances, which means I got to go buy the appliances, which is why we did, right? Then now it's like, okay, well, where do you want your lighting throughout the house? Where do you want your outlets? Well, I have to decide every single room where I want everything, which means I have to get the stuff first, right? Mm -hmm. So then we're like, okay, well, if this shelf goes here because you can't put your surround sound speaker wire up in the in the ceiling until you know where your freaking couch is going to go. Well, I don't know what my couch is going to look like because I haven't got that shit yet, right? right? So we go the other day to Mathis Brothers. I had gone the day before and I saw this really cool, like a bluish, lightish denim, distressed denim sofa. And I thought it was really fun and just like a statement piece. And so I bring Eddie and we make a choice. You have to basically pick the, we want a sectional. Well, what is the style of the sectional? You know, what's the size of the sectional? And then now they take you over to this section, this area, and there's 532 different swatches of fabric. It's overwhelming. It's one of those things. It takes me back to, I don't know if you guys remember the episode when we talked about Chick-fil-A. It takes me back to that where it says too many damn questions. Mm -hmm. How many, like, I mean, the reality is, is I was looking at those swatches and I'm like, how does anyone make a decision in here? Like sometimes there are too many options. Well, I was happy to go through the swatches. Yeah, and Eddie just... picks, he goes, this one will do. I'm like, bro, <laughs> so you my, looked at three you, of them. I was so in annoyed in, with in you. In this process, uh, Janelle constantly looks at all, what, the, options. all the options and yep. then also thinks- I want to know the, the variations. There must be something I'm missing. There must be, there's not- I want to know all of the I look things at it and that I go, could potentially be missing. great. Let's go with that one. You guys, he looked at three swatches. He goes, this one's great. Let's do this. And I was like looking at him (laughs) with this side eye like, boy, you better fake like you're looking at 10 more swatches at least. Oh, no, no. I'm just, you know, just like when I bought like the stereo system, I said, this is what I want. This works. How'd that work out for you? Because you had to exchange it. 
No, the stereo system. Yeah, you no. needed more speakers. You needed no, I just a better added receiver. More, I needed. I just added more speakers. All right. Well, I'm um, not gonna out you. But but. What, but what I'm saying is is that it, it's very interesting, just personality types and how mm-hmm. we approach this. I'm like. You know, you show me something, you go, this is really nice. I go, that is nice. Let's get that one done. And, and then like, you're like, no, no I want to see more. I want to be more nice confused. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be more, like, I want to be so overwhelmed that I can't make you're a decision. You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I will say if you weren't with me and you didn't, like, quickly pick the sofa, I would have been there for three more hours. <laughs> my, but instead, my day, so wait, the guy, Dan, bless his heart at Mathis Brothers in Ontario. If you guys need a sofa, go see Dan and tell him that the Copeland sent you. So I walked in. I had already met him the day before. I said, Dan, we're here for you. By the way, they're on commission and they follow you. This chick followed me to the bathroom and I had to turn around and say, I'm sorry, are you following us? I no, you said, are you following us? Have you been assigned to us? <laughs> the lady literally. I said, did they assign they, you to us? We walked in and she says, hi, how you doing? I said, oh, we're good. We're just, where's the restroom? She, she goes, points. what can I help you with? I and said, the, where is the restroom? And, and so she she's told very, us, she's not very like that explicit about the fact outside that of the bathroom. I'm your person. Right. Don't leave my side. She just kind of followed and, and I didn't appreciate and ming- it. And kind of lingered around. Don't wait for me to come yeah. out of the bathroom. Don't pick it's up so like we're bad. old friends. So bad. So I turned to her and I said, I'm sorry, are you following us? <laughs> were you assigned to us or something? And she said, Yeah, that's how it works she here. Said, I'm looking for Dan. I, I said, Dan. Yeah, I'm looking for Dan. And she said, Oh, they didn't tell me that. I said, No, I'm telling you that. <laughs> we are looking for Dan because Dan's our man, you right? You missed like 45 other people you could have uh, stalked right. and she spied also on. missed the social cue of like, <laughs> Like, you can't be a stalker and follow me to the restroom. Yeah. So anyways, Dan is the man. He helps us. And so we said, Dan, this is the sofa we want to go with. They close, by the way, in 45 minutes. And he goes, okay, well, do you want to take some more time? We're like, nope. He goes, I said, what's the next step? He's like, let's pick your fabric. You're going to pick a fabric for the base and you're going to pick three pillow fabrics. Okay, perfect. So we go, we're looking. Eddie goes after the third one. Yep, that's it. I'm like, <laughs> No, that's not it. Let's keep looking. So maybe, maybe eight minutes has passed, right? Yeah. And we go, okay, Dan, we're ready. And he goes, are you sure? <laughs> this isn't usually something that happens this fast. You know, I don't want you guys to feel rushed. We're like, no, we're good. So I said, what do you need to do? Do you need to like put it in some paperwork or whatever? So he starts typing it in. And I said, give us a warranty, give us delivery and tell me when the quickest is you can give it. And he goes, this is probably the easiest sale I've ever had in my life. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? Merry Christmas. I don't know what to tell you. We'll be back for a dining room table yeah. too. So he took good care of us, but that was difficult. The The choice was, do we get a blue sofa? Do we get something basic? I don't really want to do basic. Here, and here's the thing. Shopping, I don't know what happens to me, but my ears start to get hot. Yeah, I you're feel just, like the you're room, a little too much. I, I get, I go, oh my god, the temperature in this mall is or this store is just way too hot. I, I got, I got to sit down. I don't know what's happening here, so I need to make a decision or I'm going to lose my mind. But you make decisions that it's almost as though you don't have to live with the consequences. <laughs> <laughs> so today we find a counter, this quartz countertop. Yeah, it's a beautiful piece of stone. It's kind of distressed. It looks like concrete, like distressed concrete. Really cool. Would look amazing on top of white cabinets with some really cool hardware. Right. Right. He's like, yep, let's do it. This is it. I'm like, wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. This is the only one in the whole store that looks like this. It's not sheen. It's not shiny. It's not wipeable. It's like 
what are you doing right? He goes, yeah, this one's that. Yeah. Hey, the reality is, is if we don't like it and it doesn't work out in two years, we'll just change it. Wait, what? No, I'm not. I'm not trying to get countertops that I have to change. So but he's telling a lady he's and like- she's watching and she's like, wait, what? You? And she literally said, I don't recommend that you go with that because, you know, if you wet it, then it absorbs the water. I said, could you get me some water so I could wet it? So I wet it and I wanted to see how long it was going to take to dry. And eventually it dried. And I was like, okay, this is fine. So then my sister tells me right now when I tell her, I think we're going to go with this. She goes, oh, it makes me kind of (laughs) nervous because what if like near the area where you're cooking, oil gets on it? Oil reacts differently with water. So what if over by your sink, it looks really nice in time, but over by your cooktop, it doesn't. Just change it out. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, you know, yeah. that's Eddie's answer. Well, you know. It's, it's, and people are listening like, what are you, rich? Like, you're no. just going to change out your countertops? You no. can't do that. You, <laughs> you're making terrible decisions you're sometimes. Terrible <laughs> <laughs> but the point of this episode is that we have made more decisions, you guys, in the last eight days than I think we've made in an entire year. <laughs> and the fact of the matter is, is Eddie is right. You know, there is no wrong decision. Right. We'll just have to live with whatever decision it is we make. And I'm feeling a little uneasy about living with those decisions. But I think here's the thing. We make decisions oftentimes mm-hmm. and we make them under the perfect scenario, right? In our heads, like you're not really faced. And it never is. And it never mm-hmm. is. And so no matter what decision you make, there's going to be something that's going to go, oh my God, we didn't think of that. Or oh right. my God, that this is... Something that could we have didn't been better. No, this. And, and so yeah. the, and the cool thing is, is that we made a decision, and then we had fun with like how we make this decision even better. You want to know the worst decision we've made in the last eight days? What's that? It was on day one. You well, guys ready? We decided to demo the entire fireplace. Oh like, yeah, down to the studs, uh, the the original brick of the fireplace. Then we decided, like, oh, this is so cool. Like, it got rid of eight, 16 feet worth of brick, right? Now I want I want shelves built in around the fireplace. But the, the issue is the fireplace, we took off all the fireplace. So now it's like down to the studs it's down to the in the brick. wall. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, how do we build this out? Because like, think about this. If your fireplace is in the center and you have two shelving units on the side that come out 18 inches because Eddie has to put his crap in there for the surround sound system... You can't have a recessed, you know, what is it? Shelfing, fireplace, fireplace. 18 inches inside, especially if you're going to mount your television on the fireplace. So I was like, we have to build it out. Well, you can't build it out because the <laughs> chimney is like right there. You can't burn it 18 inches forward. Like and a, so like I called a oven. masonry today, <laughs> a fireplace specialist. And he goes, yeah, you can't do that. You need to blow out the back of your wall mm-hmm. and expand your house to be in like line with your chimney if you want to put recessed shelving. And I go, blow out the fucking house. And I'm like, what? You want me to rebuild the frame and the structure of my house to put shelves on the side of the fireplace? He goes, well, you can't build the fireplace up. You have to build the shelves in. So I go around the back of the house and I look, and yes, we have a big brick chimney that's sticking out of the side. I'll I'll put it in our Instagram today. And I was like, blow the back of the house out. Like we're <laughs> talking studs, framing, everything. And it, you guys, it wound up being the only option. And so then I started to kind of like mull it over and think, well, 
if we put bookshelves in front of it, like the TV's going to be lost in the yeah. center. It'll be sandwiched. There was no so other it's option. Not, there's, there was no other option. So I started thinking in my head, what's the most I'd be willing to pay for this? So I call a guy back and I go, what does this go for? And he's like, ah, you know, 10, 14,000. I'm like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Nope, I'll put a TV stand, even though that's what I'm trying to avoid. Long story short, I take our contractor on the back and I said, you know, here's what I'm thinking. He goes, oh, yeah, we could do that. And we kind of negotiated a little. We came to a reasonable price. And tomorrow they're going to blow out the back of our house and expand. Like, I can't but even see, and, believe. And I, and I hope that you guys are like, this is not just for your entertainment. I cannot believe that this is what we're doing. Right, but, it, but this became the best option based on the fact that we made a bad decision, which is now going to be my perfect scenario because I get the recessed shelving. Right? right. But at the same time, if you think back, even when the fireplace was in the position it was in, mm -hmm. it still wouldn't have given nope, you what nope. you really wanted, it right? Have. So it, we kind of got to this decision because of the fact that we made a decision and we thought it was a bad decision. Mm -hmm. And now we had to make another decision to all the way go all the way through. But what I really wanted people to understand is that like that's how life is. Like well, we're you're not like, dwelling on right, the not dwell one bad Some people decision. will be sitting there and go, "Oh my god, I can't believe it. Right. We're not going to get the fire." And then you get into this place where you're like, you're beating yourself yeah. up, or digging you're, your heels, or, or in. yeah, or you're making this a miserable mm -hmm. situation. So many people have reached out to Janelle, oh my and, god, and like, you guys, has said, "Oh my god, that's so stressful." Or I'm, I have how so miserable. much anxiety. Yeah. It's so where are you guys living? I couldn't do that. And so I'm like, like the uh, one we... day she did not have one bad day because it was like everybody was hitting her up, and I said. Honey, remember, this is supposed to be joy. She goes, I'm having fun. I'm just yeah, like, I was like, I am having fun. <laughs> I just don't want to make one more damn decision. I today. am fully enjoying this. <laughs> I was like, today, tomorrow, I'll be ready right. and I'll have new decision, new decision coins in my decision bank. But today, I'm depleted. Yeah, and sometimes you just have- I take a bubble bath you, you, and I was fine. You have certain options and you got to decide on those options, Yeah, right? And there's and then not you going to be to, a wrong one. Right. And then whatever comes out of that decision, whatever based on the options you have, it's You'll your job to decision. make it. Yeah, it's your job to make another decision to make it even better. Right. To continue to build on it, not to dwell on the fact that you didn't have enough options, mm -hmm. that you, you know, the things that you wanted weren't in stock, that, you know, the relationship that you're in right now is the best relationship that you think you can get into. Like all those things, like, yeah, you got to make a decision. And it's so and you alarming to me how people process this stuff, right? right? Like the poor guy, Chris from Best Buy, he goes, thank you for being so understanding about like our in-stock levels. He's like, we basically have nothing in stock and people are going off on me every day. I said, you know what? Here's how. So I started training him on what to say to crazy ass people when they get angry with him. Right. right? I said, don't say, you know, we are in the middle of a pandemic because people get upset. They get triggered by that. Here's what you say. You know, hey, I want to make sure that you understand that we're in a position to want to take your money. Like yeah. we literally want to sell you something. Here are the options that I can give you right now because the reality is, is everyone else is also trying to remodel their house, get new appliances. And this is just the way that it is, you know? And he goes, well, I just wish everybody was understanding. I said, you got to make them understand. Well, like, and, and, and he, you can't, you got to let it roll off your back. You can't like be upset when people are angry. So ironically, when he was working so hard to try to find me the one damn refrigerator <laughs> that was the size I wanted, that was whatever freaking brand that the universe decided that I needed, I would be okay with that. But ironically, this couple behind me 
was waiting and they asked him, hey, really quick, do you have this refrigerator in stock? And he said, you know what? I'm really sorry we don't. And I watched their disappointment and they were upset. And I said, I just want to let you know, Chris is the best sales guy here in the whole entire store. And he's going to do his absolute best to take care of you. But we are in the middle of a pandemic and there's a lot of stuff that's out of stock and it's not his fault. He genuinely wants to take your money and he wants to give you whatever it is you want, but you got to be open-minded. And they were like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, I switched my stuff like three times in the last two hours. And the reality is I just need a refrigerator. And so I'm going to get whatever, whatever they have. And they were like, oh, it it amazes me how people get upset about stuff like that. Like they, it pisses me off, but I'm just like, when I hear people going off on people in stores, it just goes, you go crazy. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that's just interesting, that's kind of like off the topic, but I just wanted to just point it out. It's like, if you have someone that's losing their mind mm-hmm. about something, mm-hmm. here's a quick tip. Thank them for what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. So when people act crazy, I just say, I appreciate your patience. And people go, oh. And then they they stop right in their tracks. they want to be patient. Because they want to be patient, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. If people are yelling, I appreciate you being calm about this. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they stop. And they want to be calm because yeah, they want to fulfill that. Yeah, but someone like me is going to say, motherfucker, I'm not calm. <laughs> Don't try to use that hey, reverse psychology shit hey, on I me. I just want to, I want to thank you for using the, you know, calm Don't language. Don't thank me for anything because <laughs> I'm not using calm language. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. You're a beautiful person. Oh, God. And everything about you. Thank you for being so kind. You're so ridiculous. But, you know, and, and so long story short, like we've been making there a lot of There are no dec- bad decisions. There's no bad decisions. Have decisions fun. are Decisions are neutral. Yep. Right. And the the outcomes that you get from the decisions, you make the meaning of it. Right. right? And mm-hmm. so in some cases, the one decision is going to lead to you having to blow out the side of your house yep. because there's no other option yeah. for you to take. Some decisions is going to make you change the kitchen because that's not available for right. you and you got to have to make the best of what you've mm-hmm. got. And you're going to have to love it. And, and you're going to have to make it Some decisions are going to cost you a lot of money. Yeah. So my sister today, she said, how much over your budget do you think you went? I said, at this point, eight days in, probably 20 grand. <laughs> and she goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I was like, yeah. So I guess the lesson would be don't agree to take your house down to the studs unless you can also like afford the emergencies. Because when we took our bathrooms down to the studs and we had water damage in the floor. Well, we didn't have really a choice. I couldn't be angry that I didn't have the extra. Why did you find the water damage? Why did you do that? Like I had to make a decision to fix that and we had to pay for it. And that's that. And I think we've, we've taken on the disposition in this situation that we're, this is all a learning for us. This Mm -hmm. is the first time we've, you know, done anything like this to our home. And we know that the homes that we own in the future we're going to have a pretty good way of approaching and understanding mm-hmm. because we've gone through these things. We know, hey, as soon as you open this up, like we talked about in the last episode, you're going to expose some things and we gotta be, we're got we going to be ready for yeah. it. And so I'm excited about just getting through this process, learning all the things that we need to learn, making the decisions that we are going to have to learn to live with and make the most of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's very different than settling, right? Sometimes when you settle there's a disposition that you take with settling that you're upset about it and you're living within. You're kind of like, you're not living fully in the decision that you made. You're just kind of saying, oh, this is all we got. And so you're just kind of like down about it. Like we're, we made a decision and we're like, okay, well they don't have that. 
we let's get these and we're excited and how can about they it. Be excited about right, it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think everything is what you make it. 100%. But I would just tell you there are more DMs coming to me on my Instagram <laughs> stories about your anxiety and how stressful you are. And I'm like, don't carry this for me because I'm having a great time over here. Even though it's costing money, even though we're in a pandemic and a lot of stuff is on back order, even though I didn't get everything that I wanted. What a privilege. I mean, there are millions and millions of people who are unemployed, who are struggling financially. I am not going to be complaining or ungrateful one single time for all of the blessings that I get to. Oh, yeah. All the decisions that I get to make right now. I am not going to be going off on some poor Best Buy employee (laughs) about some stupid ass refrigerator that. I'm talk about privilege. That just makes me so angry. So the last thing I want to leave you with is not only does your decision making like impact you and your happiness and your ability to either find joy or let it rob you, it impacts the people that you come into contact with. Like I will say that everyone that we come into contact with is thankful that we did business with them. Yeah. Right. Except for the lady at Rubio's. That lady was out of her mind. Who? <laughs> we were at Rubio's and, and, and we ordered two salads mm-hmm. and tacos. Mm-hmm. And it was like $45 or yes. something like that. Uh-huh. And then Janelle goes, $45? What? What did I you order? I was like, there's two and of she, us. I said, and she goes, do you want to itemize your seat? And I'm like, no, I, I, I believe you. And, and then like, she goes, wait, wait, what did you order? She I goes, said, I'm having a really tough time with this. There's two of us and it's $45 and at goes, a fast food place. She goes, this isn't actually fast food. This is considered a restaurant. I'm so like, she said, this is Rubio's. Yeah. And she said, we're, we're parsley fresh. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, under her breath, as she was printing out the receipts, because uh, you said something uh-huh. again, she goes, I'll just print out an itemized receipt, like I said. And you she didn't catch that? it. Oh, you didn't I catch didn't it. Catch so I was that. just like, I'm going to let that go because I don't want this to turn into <laughs> no situation. But I didn't think she was, um, I didn't hear her say yeah, that. Yeah, she said, like I said. Is, and is I, thought, like, I literally thought to myself, did she have to say that? Right. But, but if you're upset because I'm like saying $45 for literally, we got tacos and two salads. We didn't even get drinks. Yeah. Like we got water. Water. And so I was like, wait, I'm, I'm sorry. There's not a price for the salad up there, but it does say add a protein. And I added protein, which was shrimp for $9.99. So I was like, did I pay for the salad and then the $9.99? Like that seems the, the absurd seven to pieces me. Of shrimp? You, no. Rubio's is no different than El Pollo Loco. I don't care what you call yourself, right? So <laughs> the point is- We're partly fresh. <laughs> that wasn't where I was trying to go with the story. Yeah. The point is, is everyone else that we have done business with, we have left a positive impression with yeah. them because, and if I would have heard her say that, I probably would have given her some life coaching because <laughs> you can't act like that. I mean, come on, people should be challenging your prices if my salad is $23 at a fast food place. Yeah, I mean, so funny, but yeah, absolutely. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> thank you. Push I hope through, this was make entertaining. A, make a damn decision. And you know what? Take a few seconds to just leave us a rating and let us know what was the decision that you made, whether it was favorable, unfavorable, solicited, something you didn't want to do. We just want to know about the decision. So let us know what you've made decisions around lately, and we'd love to hear from you. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. 
hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review, leave your handle. And until next time, push through.